What is up, folks? Welcome to Content Cube, episode 42. We are, as of recording, a week out from the election. Uh, and I couldn't believe it when I heard, because... And I was trying to figure out, I'm like, why? Why is that so weird to me? It's because my time frame hasn't left the 10-day period where Donald Trump was supposed to die and choke on his own fluids. <laughs> so, like, I'm still in my mind, because I, I, couldn't, I couldn't cope with the fact that he somehow didn't die. Like, being a big, fat old person and dying from COVID. So, like, my mind is permanently stuck, like, three weeks ago. Because I'm like, oh, we're still in the time frame where he could die. Election can't be that close. Uh, but we are a week out. Uh, we have special guest today, um, Chris Mitchell. I think the problem is he's got, like, rich people drugs. Which is also the same I mean, reason why Chris Christie rolled out of there in dire straits. And was, like, walked out of there and was like, hey, I feel fine. Chris Christie lived? Yeah, he, he's <laughs> fine, man. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, bro. They got they got good drugs over there. They got good shit. Chris, I mean, yeah, he destroyed, he limit broke and destroyed thirty percent of his brain with the steroids. <laughs> That's right. Like, it was super cool. I love the big anime power up moment. Um, I'm, I'm Brian Woods. <laughs> I'm Jake Mosher. <laughs> I'm Zach Cohenstein. And again, special guest Chris Mitchell can I, from. Can I also say it's very nice that you guys introduced me first before you introduced yourselves. Very courteous, very chivalrous. Yeah, I'm into that. Yeah, yeah. I need to come on here more often. Yeah. What are you doing? Down to our guests. What are you doing these days, Chris? Uh, What's up? Well, What's popping? Well, right now I'm in the middle of a uh, digital producing shift for uh, KOMU over here for. Uh, so I've just got another laptop chilling on my bed right now, looking at uh, Slack messages to see if I get any notifications for things I need to do, like ASAP. Outside of that, uh, I've been watching some movies, been playing some video games. Uh, yeah. We love that here. We love what, that oh, here. Hold on, hold on, Chris. Don't spoil it yet. What, what Zach and Jake, if this is not the video game you were talking about, Chris, let me know. We can get back to it. Okay. But Zach and Jake believe... That Chris Mitchell was brought on to talk about Evil Dead 2, <laughs> a movie that he just happened to see by circumstance. <laughs> but what he's really here to talk about, what the real show focus is this week. I have to admit it is. Is Pokemon Sword and Shield, the Crown Tundra expansion, folks. <laughs> <That's out. laughs> That's right. I was a little bit late to the party. Uh, paycheck didn't come in until yesterday, but finally uh, I moved all my Pokemon from Ultra Moon uh into into pokemon home and they're all in my pokemon sword and shield game that's right folks the felons are out they're they're, they're free from the pound all they my, can vote all my boys landorus garchomp swampert all, all them ground types all your all your beasts uh from the the moon and sun saga they're all in there folks my dragonite finally is there you can wear those heavy duty boots now skirting on all these hoes it's it, it'll be great <laughs> he's got his tims so That's Chris, right. all my quick tapus thoughts. out there, looking great. Quick thoughts: Armor of I Isle of Armor, not a good one. Didn't like it. Boring. Yeah. This one's cool though. The Pokemon talks to you, and it's weird. And, and there's other guys. And I'm not going to finish this one either because I'm fucking busy. And I'm like, but it's just enough to know that there is stuff I could do in it. Yeah. Pokemon like look at these cool birds. You know. Pokemon talk to you. No, it's only that's the that's the thing. That's the thing, Zach. Pokemon do not fucking talk to you. Well, that's and then this you just said they do. This one Pokemon does by possessing a body. It's oh, very God. strange, uh, but it's great. It's great. Um, that's the untapped genre for Pokemon so far. Is horror. 
You know? Yeah, I mean, like, is it worth thirty dollars? Like for those two expansions, probably not at all. Um, but is, is the game worth sixty? No, I, I don't. I don't think so. Um, but I'm still gonna buy it every time because that's correct. I I know, you know, fucking Joe Game Freak knows where his bread is buttered, and he knows how to get me. me. He knows how to get me, and it is put out a product with the Pokemon logo on it, and I'll buy it. <laughs> um, like, without without every fail, time. every time without fail. <laughs> Huge. They're putting out two versions of Pokemon Trotsy soon, guys. I can't. What? Not really. I'd be so hyped. I'd be so hyped. But I would buy both versions because I I deserve the death penalty, honestly. Yeah. Um. Anything else we want to talk about before Evil Dead, a movie that I have some hot takes about? Uh, let's see. I really like the new. Uh. So what they did for this DLC is they took the Kanto birds, your Articuno, your Moltres, your Zapdos, you know. Pokemon that everyone's pretty much familiar with, right? If you have like a, I don't like them anymore. They're old and busted. Yeah, I don't. I don't like the way they look anymore. They're old. Zapdos, They're old. Zapdos can stay. Zapdos has some utility, <laughs> but uh, everyone else, everyone else can go because uh, your your new cousins are cool and they smoke cigarettes and they have a cool uh, '64 Chevy Impala. Uh, they're they're just cool as shit. And sorry, nerds, you're you're done. Regular Zapdos, you can stay, but also I'm I'm eyeballing Galarian Zapdos like really hard right now. As, uh, it runs. It's a roadrunner. He it, runs. Galarian Zapdos I mean, like, is kind of goaded. Him and uh, Galarian Articuno are kind of goaded right now because um, you Landorus can't switch into them, like at all, because like they he does the intimidate thing and they're like, oh, sorry, idiot. I'm gonna get an attack boost or a special attack boost instead. Uh, you can't defog on him because um, they'll still get those boosts and then you're kind of then you're kind of screwed. So it they have some like really cool utility, I think. So if you're like one of those like guys who like makes like Pokemon teams and like goes on showdown or whatever and like wants to go at it from like a competitive angle or maybe even like VGC, uh, there's probably going to be options for those Pokemon that are going to be like niches that they can fill pretty well. I feel like the biggest thing for me with all these birds is that what I feel like with a lot of the legendaries too in this expansion is that they don't really Game Freak doesn't really give them a whole lot of tools to work with. Like, Zapdos and Moltres, the Galarian versions, don't have Roost, or don't have Recovery. It's really weird it's, that it, they don't have It's that. very strange, although Ar- Galarian Articuno does have Recover, which is very nice. And is, I'm going to appreciate that at some point down the road. But yeah, um, as far as movesets go, I feel like Zapdos probably has, like, the best one, just because it has access to, you know, ground coverage with Stomping Tantrum, which can cover your bases if, you know, if there's an Electro-type out there, or, like, a Rock or Steel-type out there. That it normally wouldn't be able actually steal, cross that out. It's part fighting. It can definitely take those rock as well. But yeah, it's got it, you know, it's got those options for it. Uh Glarian Moltres, um it it's a weaker version of Hydreigon. Like, I don't know how else to say it, folks. It's just it's just a, like a not as good version of not as good version of Hydreigon. It doesn't have the coverage of moves that Hydreigon does. Um yeah. Have you been have you how hard have you been keeping up on the competitive scene in the downtime? Um not much until Crown Tundra started getting closer and they started like bringing like new cuz once I don't know, once they started getting rid of like once they started banning like some of the lo- more like stronger wall breakers and like some of like the more prominent like pain in the ass like walls like stuck around. I just kind of got bored cuz like yeah, I don't want I don't feel like playing like 60 turn games on Pokemon Showdown just cuz yeah. the just cuz my opponent wanted to bring like the fattest team possible but now we got some demons back now we got some genuine killers 
back in OU I, right now. They won't last. Absolutely not. Uh, Pokemon like Genesect, uh, Kiram Black, Blaziken, all of them, they probably won't make it till mid-November or Thanksgiving or anything like that. Same with Naganadel or, hell, even like the regular Landers form. But right now, I'm, I'm just sort of enjoying like all the options that are available uh, to me, the persnickety Pokemon fan. Who I should probably get back into it. I, I had a friend recently. And we were just talking. I haven't known him super long. But he's, he's like a friend. I like him. And he's like, he's like, oh yeah, I'm I'm into Pokemon. I'm like, oh cool, me too. He's like, yeah, I can uh, tell like the damage output of a. I know every like damage output of a Pokemon just by like name. Like he can just like calculate all of it in his head. I'm like, that is a level of sickness I will never get to. Yeah, <laughs> uh, nor do I want to. I mean, I, I, I just I, I could probably get base stats down, but like, do. Just no, like damage calc. Like he knows, like how much each thing does. Like he knows the stats and how that plays into it. It's it's a level of um, knowing about something that I'll never get to. And I'm in college, right? Yeah, like, that's just, that's just not a thing that that's not a thing they teach you on the street. Pretty much, you just let you lack the resolve, Brian. I do. I, I'm not. I used to be able to do that with um, not damage. Obviously, I could do that with like I could take all 13 Beatles albums and just go from track one to the last track of each one and go through the entire catalog. I used to be able to do that. It wasn't like I sat down and said, let me learn all this. It was just, that's how much I fucking listened to the Beatles when I was like yeah. a youngin. But mm-hmm. it's, it's what the resolve. We, it's the matter of the resolve. What do we do this week besides that? Besides, besides, uh, what have, what have we done this week, folks? So I watched the, to talk about the week's part. Yeah. Yeah. I think yeah so. Let's do it. Jake, go uh, first. Yeah, for for Zach um, to hype him up before I bring him down 20 minutes from now, um, I watched Nightmare on Elm Street for the first time. Very good mm-hmm. movie. Um, the All the iconic shots hold up. They're just as fun to see in action as opposed to a screenshotted photo. Um, they do some pretty cool uh, effects. I like the... I like the spooks. I like the the titular slasher. He is cool. I like his his knife hands. I'm a fan. Zach, yeah, how do you only, feel about the only this thing, one? Yeah, the I think it's one of the most creative movies I've ever seen, uh, especially for horror, which generally, for the most part, is usually sometimes just relies on the same old, same old, and like, oh, our audience won't care; they'll have fun, which is fine. But this one's definitely a very creative movie and creative premise. Uh, I'm a big Wes Craven fan, big Heather Langenkamp fan as Nancy, uh, and obviously young Johnny Depp um, is just fun to see as young Johnny Depp, I guess, especially what happens to him. Um, my one grievance with the movie, and it sucks because it's, you know, this is a part of the movie that, you know, most movies need to nail. Um, I, I just don't like the ending that much. Uh, the ending was kind of seemed like it was like subject to reshoots and it shows because the producers wanted a open a sequel ending and Wes Craven wanted a definitive ending that would have worked a lot better. Um, but whatever, uh, we got sequels from it and I enjoy some of those too. So I guess it's not the end of the world, but yeah, overall big fan of nightmare on Elm street. I'm sure you guys, I'm, I've talked about it on here before. I'm, I'm a lemming for it, I guess. Yeah. I watched, watched that watched Jennifer's body, which I won't say too much about cause Francisco has been harassing us to do an episode on that for a long time. Yeah, I will just say for me to watch it too. <laughs> I will just say it was fun. I enjoyed it. Um, and then I watched Gremlins, which was the best of the Huge. movies I've watched in the last week. I saw that Pretty movie great. when I was like seven when I uh, my, gram- my grandma used to babysit me. And I was nervous it wouldn't hold up, but it holds up very well. It, uh, Gizmo, 
maybe the cutest creature to ever be created the amount of uh facial emotion they can give that puppet is insane i was very impressed um the amount of time they dedicate to just letting the gremlins fuck around and be gremlins i mean there's the 15 minute scene where they're just they're in the bar just they do like a poker bit they're chugging alcohol they're really they are being the definition of gremlins there's the one point where he He's like, uh, he puts the stuff in the cop cars, uh, in the, in the cop car so that they crash. They're just going around terrorizing everyone, but not to the point of like, they're not murdering everyone. There's some people they murder, but there's some people they just fuck around with. And I think it's so much fun. And apparently I heard the sequel is like, they take the goofiness and turn it to a hundred. So I might have to watch that over. Yeah. I've heard good things about the sequel. Uh, I got to watch that. I haven't seen that one either. Uh, I mean, I've seen the first one. I just haven't seen the second one. Uh, I, I watched a documentary called In Search of Darkness. It's like about it's like a four hour documentary on Shutter about like eighties horror movies in like particular and the part on Gremlins, they were talking about the bar scene and they were talking the the director Joe Dante said that it, it literally took them a week to film uh, just all the stuff that happens in the bar and it's literally not even like a story in there. It's just literal <laughs> they would come up with literal or like just little ideas of like, okay, maybe we have a gremlin doing this, maybe we have a gremlin doing this, and then they would figure out a way to do it and then they do it. Um and it's like apparently it's just like it's so meticulous and it takes them forever to figure out how to do those things and it's actually just so impressive that they could like like the amount of time they would devote to one shot, uh, you know, for the integrity of the movie that they would just like, okay, fine, it's worth it. Let's do it. It's like, yeah, that's I appreciate that. That's the kind of practical effects stuff that, you know, I love, especially yeah, about 80s horror. Yeah, I when that scene was going on, I said to the people I was watching, I was like, this is insanely impressive that they managed to put all this time in to have all of these puppets doing that. And then that's it for my week. But I have a question for Zach in the in relation to puppets. Zach, are you ready to be uh, your disappointment to continue this Friday when The Mandalorian Season 2 starts? Oh, dude. Oh, man. Man, yeah, we're gonna. I don't know. I'm a little more <laughs> optimistic about this season than last season. For one, uh, it seems like the episodes are gonna be longer. Uh, that's big for me. They're not um, gonna be 22 minutes. Wow, no, even 50. It seems like they're 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 up to 50 now. Uh, 50 wow. minutes of nothing cool <laughs> happening. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be great. Uh, I don't know. Maybe it's just because I'm looking forward to. I mean. Spoilers if you haven't been on the internet in the past year. Uh, Ahsoka Tano being in it, uh, however much she's in it. I'm excited to see that. I just finished, on a related note, I just finished season two of Rebels. Uh, and holy fucking shit, it is <laughs> It's pretty awesome. Uh, or at least the last arc of season two was. Overall, it's good, but it was... It, they cap off season two pretty pretty badass. So it's I, I'm, I'm uh, mathematically just a little over halfway now through the show, so... I've heard, uh, just I haven't heard specifics, but I've just heard that Mandalorian is going to have a lot of Rebels tie-ins, so I gotta, you know, go th- try and get through that as fast as possible before it gets don't to need too many to. spoilers. Well, I don't want to ruin Rebels for me by seeing something in Mandalorian, especially when, to this point, Rebels is a better show, so I care more about my Rebels experience than Mandalorian. Are you watching Rebels right now? Have you Where started you it? the past thirty seconds? I I. I, I... <laughs> I got an email, and I think it might be from my group that I accidentally abandoned. Um, I'm just kidding. I was, I was but, uh, with you. I don't. I don't care. Well, I thought you yeah, weren't gonna watch. I thought you were gonna watch Rebels. I care. Yeah, no, I I committed to because I heard there's Mandalorian tie-ins, and then it turns out I actually like Rebels a, a lot. So uh, it's not as good as Clone Wars has been. Uh, Clone the highs of Clone Wars are still unmatched. Uh, Did you finish Clone quality. Wars? Oh yeah. 
Okay. Man, the last arc of season, I mean, season seven of Clone Wars, man, I, I'm sure I talked about it, but yeah, it's like the best Star Wars content for me besides Empire Strikes Back. Wow. Or at least the last arc of it. That's that's high claims for you, Zach. I guess. I don't know. Maybe Pe- New Hope and Last Jedi. But yeah, it's up there. <laughs> it's, it's fucking up there. People love Clone Wars. People love Clone Wars. Clone Wars got a following. Ahsoka Tano really is that bitch. So yeah. Anything else from your week? Um, I don't know. I mean, I got my friends to, uh, my roommates all to finally watch Halloween, the original one. And, uh, you know what? Adam Holman liked the movie. So what? I know. That's crazy, dude. Isn't that wild? <laughs> a good opinion. This is not a guy that will hide his opinion on something you watch to be nice to you. You know, if I, if you want him to watch a movie that you're like, Hey man, watch this. He'll watch it. And if, whereas some of us, we didn't like, we'd be like, yeah, it was fine. Even if you didn't like it, he will be like. Loki, that was ass. And like, can just walk out of the room. You have a really good impression of him. You have a really good impression I've of him. I've had literally eight years to get it down. So, yeah, I'm better at this point. Uh, and then I'll save the other big thing I watched for my recommendation. I'm sure you guys can. It was a new one that a lot of people have watched. So I'll save it. Bird Box. Easy Halloween. Idea. Bird Box? Is that the movie people no, like? No, it was a new movie. A new movie that came out. <laughs> Bird Box? Bird Box. Sorry, I'm not up, I'm not up, on, my, I'm not up on my Netflix, so. <laughs> every every new Netflix Amazon mo- Amazon Prime is the hint. I'm every, sure you guys every new know every new like uh, streaming service show is Bird Box to me. I'm sorry, it's either Bird Box or the Boys. Bird Box Snatch. <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, yeah, boys slaps. Uh, I don't know. Oh, also, we watched Knives Out as well. Got my roommates to watch Knives Out. A couple of them hadn't seen that movie. Still good. slaps. Yeah, it's a good one. It's one. Pretty fun. Pretty fun movie. Um. Oh, oh and I voted. And I voted today. Oh, oh voted, yeah. So that was a yeah. fun one. Yeah, vote Electoralism, early, you know, you know. Voted. Save democracy. Yeah. Brian, you're weak. I don't remember, man. Sometimes I make food. Sometimes I lie down. Sometimes I sleep. <laughs> I started uh, DMing a uh, tabletop RPG with some people over Discord. That's exciting. Um, uh, the OC nice. Moms uh, from my hometown, Orange County, which is on fire right now. I just want to say, people always say, Brian, are you okay? Your your home's on fire right now. I say, no, that's the people that live up north. Well, now my town's on fire, and my family's <laughs> on evacuation order. So I'm, I'm basically living the dream. Like, we're living the dream. Like I, that It's that California experience. That's eh, fine. Um, <laughs> uh, the OC mom sent me a fucking care package, and it's like the cringe shit every year. Um, it's not cringe, but sometimes they send me condoms, and I think it's weird. Uh, of my friend's <laughs> is, mom is, sending me condoms. It's weird. It's weird, right? It is a bit weird. I mean, it's, it's not weird. normal. I mean, it's, it's definitely not normal. I think it's kind of normal. I don't know. Normal. Everyone's got a special relationship with their friend's mom. Maybe that's just well, part I, of like a, a special little weird thing with you and your friend. No, I think she. I think it's sent to every single uh, person in the clan. The clan. Um, uh, the group. <laughs> I'm going to let think, you correct it. But, I know. mean, I think I think me and the friends I, tr- I drifted apart from in high school were all connected by the condoms that we have been sent. Every year, do you guys Snapchat each other a picture of the condoms? Like, No, I don't fucking talk to these people anymore. But we're connected. <laughs> we're connected through the uh, mini bottles of whiskey and condoms that are sent by oh, our well, mothers. Your guys' care package boxes are so different. My mom is in a group of moms in St. Charles as well, and I received like four different things of candy corn. 
No alcohol or condoms included in my box. The St. Charles mom community of <laughs> I, package sending. I'm sure it's just... I, how do I get in on that? Oh, my gosh. I, wow. I'll do a Send test. Your number. You had to apply, I'll do a, Zach. I'll do a oh, test man. right now, folks. Oh, is this the whiskey bottle? Do, do, it's not whiskey, we it's were, vodka. I thought we were waiting until episode 50 to get wasted on the pod. I, is this enough to get me wasted, Zach? Is this I the little guy in the It's a good primer, yeah. Honestly? I actually don't know his... I don't know your tolerance either. I could not... I, I don't. Could here's not, the thing. You are such an enemy, me, Brian. I do not know what substances you consume at any given I'll, point or how. I've much. already cracked it open. And the other the other good part... Are you just about to bottle... Are you just going to body that? Just one sip, bro? They sent Kool-Aid, too, so I can mix Ooh. it in and make a flavor. Oh, my God. <laughs> I don't think proportionally the Kool-Aid's going to match with the amount of liquid. You know what? How you know it? what I have to say about this vodka, folks? <laughs> According to the label... <laughs> it is veal vodka, crisp, clean, pristine, and I would have to agree. <laughs> Ooh, hey, branding. Hey, hey, if you're listening, give us a quiet. Give them the sponsorship. Yeah, we need to add uh, them on Twitter after this. Veil vodka. It's been distilled five fucking times. Oh God, God damn. <laughs> that quadruple filtered. Once wasn't enough. Second, also not enough. Three, four. Fuck all that. Give me five. Dude, five? on it. If five. only the person in editing Evil Dead 2 would have watched it at least five times. Hey, you know, Zach. <laughs> Zach, earlier you said that Adam Holloman is not someone who will hide their opinion on the movie <laughs> and i think you'll find that me and jake are the same are we ready to talk about evil Dead? <laughs> wait do i want to like list off the movies i watched too or did i yeah no wait yeah. yeah yeah sorry yes talk about talk about your bit sorry i thought my time had passed because i just shicked it dicked around with what i was doing okay so <laughs> no no i uh I, w- I wanted to hop on uh criterion's uh 70s movie collection on their channel real quick before uh this beautiful season is over so i watched shivers that was my first one i think uh, David Cronenberg's first play came out in 75. Uh, that shit was crazy. Uh, everyone's horny in it. Uh, what if zombies were just a bunch of horn dogs? Uh, that's the thesis of that movie. It, it gets into some deeper shit, but that's just like, that's, that's just the primer. Then I watched The Wicker Man, OG nice. one, which, oh my god, uh, that shit was fucking, wow. that shit bananas too. And I saw Images, yeah, I saw Images, came out in 1972, a Robert Altman flick. Altman, uh, directed one of my favorite movies, uh, the Popeye adaptation. <laughs> so, please understand, <laughs> going from going from that to this was um, a little bit of a culture shock, but I like them in, in very different ways. And then I watched Sisters from uh, 1972, uh, directed by Brian De Palma, uh, featuring Margot Kidder as uh, a separated group of Siamese twins. That shit was crazy. I, I like to think of this so as how, like... How would you say... No, you go ahead, Cressa. Yeah. Uh, I was going to say, I like to think that this is the movie that tipped off the casting director for uh, Superman to be like, she's Lois Lane. This movie where she plays just like mentally disturbed uh, two Siamese twins. And then, <clears throat> oh, and then the coup de grace. I watched the fucking Texas Chainsaw Massacre, baby. Oh, my fucking God. That's a picture right there. That's a fucking <laughs> film. Oh, my God. That might be... That might be my favorite horror movie now. It's Ooh, just, we have a take. That's right. <laughs> a take. I could elaborate on this further if we want to just get into the Evil Dead stuff, but holy shit. Uh, we might have to, we have to bring up Texas Chainsaw Massacre again after the 
Evil Dead 2. I was what I was gonna yeah. say when I so rudely interrupted you. Uh, when I, <laughs> uh, would you say that Brian De Palma's sisters is better, as good, or worse than the Tina Fey Amy Poehler f- film Sisters from 2015? Uh, it's to, uh, it's tough. To, Those of you who know me know I'm a. I know it's hard. <laughs> Those of you who know you me uh, no, I'm a I'm a big Tina Fed fan. Fan. Uh. <laughs> you know what? I can't say things fast anymore. I think my brain is just deteriorated from being in isolation so long. But yeah, all all, all y'all know I'm a big Tina Fey fan. Uh, Thirty Rock, like the first season of Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. I'm all about that. This one's first season th- is good. The, the, yeah. the, the, the Palma sisters slightly edges it out, just slightly. Also, mm. uh, there's a private investigator in Sisters who uh, went on to play Papio Daniel in uh, Oh Brother Where Art Thou, which I thought was really cool. Huge. He was like a he was like a plumber dude. Anyways, Evil Dead. Uh, I we're actually I have mixed half of the orange Kool Aid. Oh no! Into oh, this small bottle. Look at that demon Stop concoction. And I want to say when you hold it up to the light. It kind of looks like sriracha or something. <laughs> oh. I think I added too much cool. There's oh, like no. that, you know, that kind of like that kind of like that cover. Yeah, it, like the top of the liquid that sriracha has. Like when you any light looks like that. So let's. Is this just a? Oh, clarify for the audience. Is that more veil? Fuck yeah. Okay. <laughs> Fuck me, dude. Holy shit! I ruined it. <laughs> <laughs> I ruined it. It was clearly pristine, and now it's and now it's sullied by. by oh, the I'm man. sorry, Mrs. Tyson. I think it was from Mrs. Tyson. <laughs> I apologize. Uh, how much did this shit cost? Fuck! Fuck. <laughs> it feels terrible. <laughs> it's still rocking around in my body. Oh I my can't God. describe to our listeners the uh, the motion Brian oh, just made. It looks fuck, like. Dude. He learned the craziest news of his life while, I don't know, it lo- dying. He, it looks like he saw the grudge <sighs> hand just like coming oh, out of the screen. He saw the grudge, yeah. the, the ring lady, just like peeking out of his screen, being like, "You wait, you sullied the vodka shooter. <laughs> you you soiled it." How do we want to tackle this? Do we want to start with the first Evil Dead? Okay, we guys, might, I'm maybe happy. some prelude. Yeah, we might. I might. I could give a prelude to the first Evil Dead. Has Chris? Have you seen the first one? I have. Okay, I don't. I'm assuming Drake and Brian have not. I have not. After the second one, I did not go back and watch the first one. <laughs> you know, oddly enough, I feel like you might like the first one now, given your reaction to the second one. Your first one, you'll definitely like it more in the second one. If that's if if the funny <laughs> shit wasn't working for you, the first one is definitely it. I laugh, but it's definitely scarier. Uh, definitely tries to scare you, or the second one does not try to scare you. Um, yeah. So the first one is super low budget, uh, but even almost all the more impressive for it for the shit they were able to pull off. Uh, it's the same type of gross out stuff, but you know, just with a creepier, creepier mood about it. Um, unless just bat shit, like trying to have fun stuff like they do with the second one. Um, but yeah, it's, you know, it has Bruce Campbell as Ash and he goes there with, you know, his four friends to this cabin. Uh, I don't remember how they found out about the cabin, Either way, it doesn't really matter. Um, and yeah, they find a, re- a book in recording. Someone had been reciting shit from the book on a recording, and they play it. And a girl gets raped by trees, and one by one, they become possessed. And um, Ash has to dismember them in pretty crazy ways. Um, is it the same movie? Um, second no. one is borderline a re- remake in the first. The, pretty much it. The first. What the second one does is it 
brings you brings Ash to where he is at the end of the first movie within the first ten minutes. Okay. Uh, so it's like, pretty much what he does to his girlfriend in the second one is what he had to do to like all his friends by the end of the first one. Yeah, the thing I noticed between Evil Dead and Evil Dead 2 is that in Evil Dead 1, there's a lot of just doing. There's a lot of just like letting the sort of like creepy like haunted cabin atmosphere just sort of like wash over you. Like there isn't a lot, there isn't a whole lot of action to go on. There's just a lot of like, you know, suspense, there's like drama. It's just very like, yeah. it's, the mood is like very intense. And it, it's definitely something that, you know, obviously changes in Evil Dead 2, but it felt like Raimi was just trying to like, you know, play it with like a straight face just to like see, get a gauge for like what would work and what wouldn't work. It felt a lot like, in retrospect, it felt a lot like proof of concept just to see if you can get away with something so weird as like, oh, hey, this book brings uh, dead people back to life and it'll curse you and all your friends. Right. Uh, so like the dead, the, the quote unquote evil dead uh, have more of a sense of humor in the second one. Um, they def I mean, there's probably parts played for laughs in the first one. But yeah, they there are definitely parts that, I mean, I've watched the first one when I was probably like 10 or 11 and it scared the shit out of me. I mean, I liked it, but it scared the shit out of me. Second one, I remember thinking, no, it did not scare me, but, you know, I still enjoyed it. And then that was, I haven't seen the second one since I was 11 or 12 until I watched it this week. Mm. Um, yeah, so it's been a while. Um, but, yeah, Bruce Campbell is a lot better in the second one. In the first one, I mean, he's still, like, just like Sam Raimi was, I think, just, you know, a rookie or whatever. Uh, and he's, you know, kind of playing it safe, I guess, or, or anything like that. Or he's not given a lot to not play it safe with, to put it even, I guess, more specifically. But, um I think he's, uh, not to just jump right into it, but I think he's, like, the best part of Evil Dead 2. Uh, I think Bruce Campbell's the man. All right. Who's ready <laughs> for my take? Oh, real quick. I feel yeah, like before we before we even get into that, we also need to talk about Crime Wave, which is, like, Sam Raimi's, like, first, like, big budget, like, not, like, big, big budget, but his first, like, big, like, studio film. And that, was that between Evil Dead and Evil Dead 2? Yes, it was. And that shit was just oh. a bona fide disaster. It bombed in the box office. Critically, I don't think it fared that well either. But I think it was one of those things that... You know how like some directors are like, yeah, I'm, I'm swearing off the system like forever? I, th I think mm -hmm. that was like one of the things that happened to Raimi. It's just like, yeah, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not doing like... If I'm doing like a movie, I'm doing it like on my own terms. I'm writing it and try to get it produced. I'm definitely going to direct it. And he took what he learned... From doing like a big-ish budget, you know, studio film, all the all the technique he learned, all like the trial and error stuff he took from Evil Dead and Crime Wave into Evil Dead Two, and my it it really does show. Uh, he like just like the way the camera work and, and shit is, the way it's edited, the way it's shot, it it just looks like it was made by someone who's exponentially more confident in what they were trying to communicate to the audience and. That's just refreshing, I'll tell you that much. Yeah, I mean, for better or worse, as much as Brian or Jake may hate this movie, I, I, I'd like to see them try and tell me that it's not a a completely uh, cohesive vision, at the very least, of what one <laughs> it is person that. definitely wanted to do. <laughs> Evil Dead 2 fucking rips. I love that movie. Let's that was fucking so, go. That, that was so good. <laughs> Maybe I fell asleep at one point. I don't remember. <laughs> but I woke up 
and the, the, <laughs> they, they get cut in half, and then he does it again and again and again. One thing I will fucking say, I'm tired of people saying it. Uh, a friend of mine said it while I was watching like Spider-Man 2 or some shit. He said, oh, you see that shot of the thing crawl, of the thing on the ground go fast? He said, Sam Raimi invented that. <laughs> and that is either complete bullshit or Hollywood fucking sucks at doing anything. Because I don't know how difficult the shot of half thing crawl on ground fast first person. I don't know why that's... Why is that so fucking revolutionary? Well, th- I, I get that he likes it. It doesn't mean he fucking invented it. Well, you know... It doesn't mean it's special. You know the story... It just looks cool and weird. You know the story of how he did that, right? Is that... For, how did he do that? For that tracking shot, he, he just like put the camera or he like mounted it on a bike that owns yeah that's great yeah that's how he that's how everything would just like move so fast it's not like the film itself is going faster although i think it kind of is and it's also the fact that he's on a fucking bike and it's just moving at like that speed okay the bike shit's cool did you do that for spider-man 2 as well uh, i doubt it <laughs> and i'm not interested i'm not interested i'm not interested if Doc Ock's hand was not on his bike, just barreling through that fucking hospital room. Yeah. No, so you could tell how how he had a budget in Spider-Man Two because the um, because the fucking shot goes under a hospital bed. Yeah. Can't do that with a bike, can you? <laughs> no, you can't. Really? No, use one of those. Bu- can't do that with a fucking bike. Use one of those uh, butt carts you use in PE. Just put the camera on top of that. And just one push. <laughs> There it oh, goes. scarier than anything in Evil Dead 2. That fucking Doc Ock scene in the in the hospital. Yeah. Jake, why don't you like the movie? Do you not like cool and fun Let's things? Oh, now we get to gang up. This, I thought it was going to be two on two, this, but now we get to gang up on Jake. Zach, is this how you felt last week when Labor Day was just being shoved down your throat? Chris, did you hear? Did you hear about that, Chris? <laughs> Labor Day is fantastic. Power to the people. No, Chris, Chris, did you hear what happened? Did you hear what we did? <laughs> what did you do? I made them repent for their sins uh, of going to uh, Walmart on Thanksgiving and taking advantage of uh, Black Friday sales. And we as a group placed Labor Day at number one of all holidays. Perfect. <laughs> it is the Workers' Day. How <laughs> did the motherfucker? Did you hear what people. number two was? <laughs> what, what was number Halloween? two again? Wasn't it Halloween? No, it was Christmas. Wasn't that my deal? No. I thought my deal was Halloween for two. No, nah, it was no. number three. three. <laughs> I got under. I got undercut. I mean, I here's the, the thing. I must here's have been the so thing. at the time. I don't even remember. If you're not first, you're last. I'm sorry, <laughs> Christmas. You're dog shit. P- name one person exploited on Labor Day. None. Okay, let's continue. <laughs> uh. Yeah, I mean, Zach, what you got to compensate for Halloween being number three was me watching this movie. And, yeah, I don't know. I That's won. <laughs> That's actually canon true. I, I wanted to make I it up to you by letting you. <laughs> I endured these 80, 90 minutes for you, Zach, and because we sacrificed your holiday at me or number three. Um, I wanted to like it. I did. But I was sitting there the whole movie. And I didn't smile, and I didn't get scared. The only part I smiled with was when he walks in the shed in the second half, gets his chainsaw, attaches it to his arm, and says, Groovy. Groovy. I like, okay, I, I, I fuck with this. I, I actually thought it was part. too far. I thought that was too far. I thought <laughs> you that didn't sucked. like Groovy? Oh, my God. No, I thought I thought, I thought that that was like looking at the camera and being like, ha-ha. Like, it, it was doing it so straight before, where he's like cutting his girlfriend's head in half. He's like... <laughs> like the entire time, like I, I thought the groovy was like a little bit too on the nose. You know what I oh, mean? Man. You're, you're like, like groovy, like <laughs> fucking like everything else in the movie that's playing it straight. Like groovy, that's like that's like something you say. And I haven't seen it, and I haven't seen the trailer. I've only seen the poster. That is something I would imagine he would say 
in um in the trailer for uh, Ash versus Evil Dead, the television show, <laughs> as like a hey. Remember this cool part? Buddy. It felt too on the nose. Felt too iconic. You know what I, I I just want just random screaming in blood. I mean, he fucking... He he hit her head off with a shovel. <laughs> I, I didn't even think that was possible. Yeah, in the first five minutes. Okay. Like also, ten. real quick, context. Uh, I, I called my brother at like noon on Saturday because I wanted to see if he, if he wanted to watch Evil Dead 2 with me. And I called him and he, and he just grumbled at me. He's like, you better have a good reason for waking me up. I was like, first of all, it's noon, dude. Second of all, <laughs> second of all, do you want to watch Evil Dead 2? And he was like, uh, do I have to watch the first one? And then I was like, uh, probably. And then five, minute pa- five minutes passed, and I hit the pause button, and I'm like, okay, yeah, Andy's watching this movie. Because literally everything you need to know about, like, the first Evil Dead is explained in the first five minutes of that movie. And then, and then Ash cuts his girlfriend's head off, and I'm like, yeah, yeah, it's time. Dude, when he... He's so sad about it. Yeah, yeah when the... <laughs> Yo, when, when the demon just, like, knocks him, like... A, a fucking thousand miles and it's like tracking like his face as he's just like oh dude shot. that was sick <laughs> it was so sick i couldn't it's like couldn't turning not. him around yeah i couldn't not he's like spinning he's like spinning in a circle that, going through trees it's fucking rolled that that ripped that was cool <laughs> i think i <clears throat> i think i wish that 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 level of campiness and goofiness would have been held across the whole movie cuz i think it is to some level but i mean like yeah that that shot and the groovy are like I feel like the two highest peaks of campiness. Would you I disagree? Mean, I, I don't know. If, I don't. I don't know. I, I I guess that is the highest levels. I wouldn't say it dissipates too much beneath that. I mean, you got him pretty much having a fucking like rivalry with his severed hand that's been crawling around the house that's, that he's got. Oh like, my uh, god! When it drags him across the floor, oh, that's so funny. I was laughing. I was falling out of my fucking seat when it was crawling him across the And then he floor. goes, he, sta- he stabs it, and then he looks at it and goes, who's laughing now? And then starts chainsawing it off, spraying him in the face with blood. Is there an Evil Dead 3? Uh, it's, it's called, called Army, Army of Darkness, Darkness, and you won't like that okay. one. And it picks up right where Evil Dead 2 oh, left off. No, I, did, I, did, I just need to know, I'm like, <laughs> do they ever explain how he, how he gets out of the past? Brian, I'm just going to say I this right remember. now. The things you don't like about Evil Dead 2, they are cranked up to fucking 11 in Army of Darkness. You're not going to like that movie. <laughs> I mean, here's the thing. Maybe if I go in expecting it to uh, just look at me the entire time and say, isn't this dumb? It will do it. But It will do it, 100%. Holy shit, dude. I mean... Honestly, the groovy line's all right. Is is Army of Darkness okay? Uh, I remember liking it, but again, I haven't seen it since yeah. like you know twelve. This one sounds more at my alley. Yeah, it's be pretty much medieval. Said, it's medieval. Uh, you know, all the horror element is completely abandoned. Doesn't even like have a subtext of horror under it, like Evil Dead Two does. Uh, it's fantasy with the same type of humor and Bruce Campbell still being Bruce Campbell. Yeah, there's a lot of quips. There's a lot of uh, Harryhausen-esque skeletons running around that he's got to fight. Uh, for me, it's like, you know how sometimes he's like, "Oh, I'm a hot mess, but I love it." That's how Sam Raimi feels about Army of Darkness. He's like, "This is a, <laughs> this is a, this is a whole hot mess, and, and I love it like it's my baby." And so, on that level, I feel like I have to give it at least a, a benchmark level of respect. But yeah, it, it's a yeah. It's I mean, a fun I time. think I remember thinking it's my least favorite of the three, but I definitely liked it. But if I that's my least favorite, maybe it'll be Jake's favorite. Who knows? I have I have an important question for the gamers in the chat. Okay. Do you think if I put this water in my ruined vodka, it'll save it? No. I don't no. think no. so. Nope. Oh, he's doing he's... it anyway. What was the point of asking? <laughs> 
I want. I, the, did you see how perfect that pour was? It was given, very precise. Given the wide mouth of this Hydra flask <laughs> in this <laughs> tiny mouth of the bottle, I, I'm a goddamn. Okay. Evil Dead 2, I liked it a lot. Was I paying attention the entire time? No. Was I even awake the entire time? I do not know. This, but I feels, liked it a lot. this feels like a movie that would have been enhanced if I watched it with people. Like where I'm getting hyped up with the energy of the crowd. I think I would have enjoyed it more. Yeah. Yeah. It's probably like watching a prequel movie at the El Cortez house with my roommates. You probably enjoy <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, no, I mean, watching Revenge the- of the Sith at my house, you would think it's a fucking like Super Bowl. <laughs> I mean, I, I didn't even think Revenge of the Sith was, like, the best reactions from people. I think, like, it was the second movie. Well, those I, are, like, the really memeable moments. But the, yeah, the last... I mean... Well, Order 66 on Revenge of the Sith, we, we, yeah. got a, we have a pretty close relationship with here. Most I mean, I, I honestly think watching the prequels with you guys was the only way to do it. And the Watching only, it by yourself would be as painful as anything you could I mean, ever imagine. I'm sure. I mean, like, when we get... Like, Dex's Diner, I would have... I would have gone there and I would I would have probably quit. But watching it at your place, you fucking yell, Dex's Diner! And then everyone upstairs goes, Dex's Diner! And then like seven people run downstairs and they all just watch it silently that. and then they walk back upstairs. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, no one's, no one's like, no one's like saying the lines that Dex, Dex is saying. They just want, they just wanted to see it. <laughs> they, just wanted to see, so, they just wanted to see the boy that's in uh, Lego Star Wars. Yeah. I... I don't have too much to say because, like I said, the the physical humor just didn't hit for me, and that seems to be the main the the main thing that people love about this movie. So I was gonna ask you, what is your guys's? What was your favorite like bit in the movie? Oh, there are so many when, bits. I mean, right off the, the top of my head, the hand dragon was a good bit. Uh, but I don't know. Right off the top of my head, like the moment that I think I don't know if it's when I laughed the hardest. I should have probably just written down all the bits so I could just talk about them. But uh, I really love that after they get there, the the other group gets to the house get Ash into the basement, find out what happened to their parents, and they're listening to the tape, and the, and the dad and the tape is saying, yes, uh, th- my wife has been possessed by a demon. I had to bury her in the cellar. And, like, Ash is, like, hearing is like, hey, there's something down here. <laughs> like, there's something going on down here. And they're like, hey, he's, he's faking it. He's like, no, guys, seriously, let me out right now. <laughs> and it's, like, right after, like, the fucking tape tells, like, there's something, like, Henrietta's down there. That's Dude, I mean, gross bitch. it goes so fast. The Come movie the goes so Henrietta. fast. Can I say also, real quick, um, the two different versions of the Woods is Possessed scene, infinitely better in Evil Dead 2 than it was in Evil Dead 1. Just because there's no, like, weird, like, unnecessary, like, you know, like, sexual assault via tree branch, any of that weird shit. All that's fucking, all that's fucking not in Evil Dead 2, which is, I'm so glad for because they yeah, just it's like, hard. it would be hard to make it a comedy with something so yeah gratuitous. yeah like even so like that shit didn't belong in the first one either i didn't think they could have just gotten away with like what happened i think sam raimi said he regrets it like retroactively went back and like said that's the one thing he regrets about good make a director's cut where that doesn't happen anyways uh <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah like pretty much it for me i think it just boils back to every like single idea he had for like the first evil dead Sam Raimi comes back with more confidence and ends up like making it better, at least for me, which is why I gotta give it the tip of the cap and say, "Oh my God, Sam Raimi, you madman!" Letterbox number. What's the number on Letterbox? Uh, I think it's in, for me. Yeah. What would you give it? I think I, or what have you given? I think it? I gave it like four and a half stars or something. 
Well, yeah, it's a four well. for me. I don't uh, do half stars because I'm not a coward. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, the the physical comedy of of him getting to the sink, fresh fresh off his hand being possessed, his hand reaching for plates and just bashing oh, him in dude. the head with it. Oh my god, that was so good! Just keeps fucking hitting him. Fucking grabs his collar and flips him over. <laughs> the, the complete the complete no, I, I was... by Bruce Campbell is. <laughs> insane he flips himself oh that was awesome i mean the part where he's getting dragged across the ground with the hand is an all-time cuts it off puts a bear puts a a pail over it says this is your home now puts a stack of books on it the top one being farewell to arms uh and then he walks (laughs) away and in the background you just see the fucking pail just start moving it's just that's classic to me and the fucking hand comes back and kills the fucking girl pretty brutally at the end there so i mean really should have gotten that asshole taken care of but yeah i mean all in all i liked it a lot i'm glad we watched it um see i thought it might be something you'd enjoy brian i had a gut feeling yeah Yeah, i I bet i really freaked you out with my with my bait and switch brilliant (laughs) really did i was just like i don't know what i don't know what he would like now i'm just i'm I'm at a loss i cannot tell you what brian woods will like or will not like I like what it, I thought man. was, this is how I thought about it, Brian, with you. I thought back to when we were talking about Spirited Away uh, and the way you would talk about like the bizarre shit that they had in that world that I appreciated too. But like the, like the fucking greenheads or the fucking guy with the arms doing like whatever he was doing in the basement, the boiler room or whatever that was. Yeah. Uh, the guy that looked like, like Mr. Eggman with a lot of arms. Um, I was like, and you're like, yeah, cool concept. That was crazy. I'm like, there's a lot of fun crazy bits like that in Evil Dead too, except they're like just horror themed with a lot of blood uh, yeah so I was like you know what most Maybe of the he'll, bits he'll enjoy that a lot of bits most of the bits most of the bits are look at how much blood can come out of this part oh god the thing. one where the the guy the, the fucking redneck gets dragged in and he's like holding yeah. on to the legs and it's like the, it's almost like the door is like chomping on him and it's like shooting yeah. gallons of blood at him that was great um, can I say also before we go I think my favorite bit was uh, when Ash is just like trying to take a breather and like most of the audience trying to take a breather and like just like looking at himself in the mirror and then his reflection just fucking chokes him out and it's that, just like, that was really it's good like, you think any of this, is, like, this fine? is normal you decapitated yeah, your girlfriend buried our girlfriend you think any of this is fine yeah that's crazy. amazing yeah, no, shit that was Brought uh back. that was bruce very campbell's good a man bruce campbell's just the fucking I, man i really liked that part like i thought that part was like just like cool like it was very seamless. Yeah. How they do that, you know. Magic of cinema. A lot of how they do that with this one. And I love the ending too, that they foreshadow with the fucking book at the beginning. At first, I see because I forgot that this movie ended like that. At first, when they showed like, oh, the guy at the chainsaw in medieval time, I'm like, that's a. I guess he knew what he wanted Army of Darkness to be for the third one, and then I forgot that this is how that movie ended. <laughs> With him going yeah. back there, shooting that thing out of the sky, out of instinct, and everyone worshiping worshiping him as a god, and he's like, "No." Yeah, when that when that happened, no. when that happened, Andy and I started hooting and hollering. Like we were on a Discord yeah, call for great. it. We also started hooting and hollering when he said "Groovy." I, I got yeah. really, we got really loud <laughs> for that. Big fucking fan of Groovy, big fan okay. of Groovy. Is oh, man, uh, and also this, I guess the one other scene I can think of off the top of my head is uh, just. The laughing, yeah, everything, everything oh in the God. fucking room, laughing at him. It's Jake shaking his head. What do you have to say about the laughing, Jake? What, what did it I click think, for you there? I, I think that was the moment I knew that I wasn't gonna like this movie because I know my reaction was supposed to be to join in on the laughter, but I literally looked around my room. And I was like, I, I'm not enjoying myself. 
Uh, I'm sorry to disappoint, Zach. I wanted to like it for you. <laughs> Thank you, Jake. Question. I appreciate it. Is is Army of Darkness titled Evil Dead colon Army of Darkness? Is it just, no, it's just called-, called Army of Darkness because it really feels super different. <laughs> I have to respect that the movie that is... This movie is titled Evil Dead 2, yet it really doesn't have anything to do with the first Evil Dead. And then the movie that is kind of more of a direct sequel to Evil Dead 2 just has a completely different title. Sam Raimi yep. just does whatever the fuck he wants. Yeah, I gotta watch Ash vs. Evil Dead. And then, honestly, the reboot, uh, the one from 2013, have you seen that one, Chris? I have not. Oh, man. Uh, it is not an easy watch. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's good, but it is. it dials, I mean, the humor... None. Dials up the horror See, to 11. It is, this is, it where, is This is where I feel like I have to draw the line because I feel like now in my like consciousness, I always have to associate Evil Dead with just like a little bit of tongue-in-cheekness. Like, even like beyond like the first one, which plays it pretty like straight-faced. No. Like, the, the first... The, the, the reboot has a fucking meat grinder in cheek. Like, I am no looking... I am looking... Is the main character a woman? Yes. Jane Levy. Okay. Or Levi, I don't Levi, I don't know Levy, Levi, I don't know how you say her last name. Either way, she's only so, other been in Don't Breathe. That's the only two movies I know. Huh. My issue with these images I'm looking at is that it seems scary. It is very um, scary. And that seems stupid. That the that main character is a woman? No, that's scary. <laughs> I, I don't want well, that. I don't know. I mean, put it this way. I uh I definitely prefer this the Evil Dead 2 style, but I guess it didn't. It was something like, new, I, I guess, for the story to like to change up the tone so much. It's technically, I, I, I mean, I don't know. I've at first I thought it was a remake, but then I heard that it's technically it takes place in the same universe. That's even more fucked. Like, I mean, look at this. Image. I'm pu- I'm gonna put it in the Discord. This is this is not epic. It's uh, it's, Th- that 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 I'm is not. To look at it because I don't know if it's gonna make me come out of the oh uh, lord recording. Oh lord. Oh. That is not funny and epic. Oh man, that's not that's even kind of cool scene. looking. It, I mean, it's like, cool looking, but it's like, like the fucking tagline. Grotesque scenes in that. The tagline on this poster is the most terrifying film you will ever experience. <laughs> it is like very well, I terrifying. cannot. That, it not is com- fake it. it. That's incredibly to my head, five scariest movies I've ever had to sit through. This might make the list. I don't know. Like I mean, I'm not saying it's inaccurate. It just seems like a really fucking weird thing to aim for with like an Evil Dead reboot. I mean, the dead you know are like, really fucking evil in this. Can one. I say, like, can like, I say like, also? <laughs> can I say also? I know like the twist at the end. Or like the end credits, whatever. Ooh, don't ooh, don't 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 do that. Like, yeah. <laughs> or I guess you can. Oh, the end credits. Oh, at the end credits. Yeah. Yeah, I, I know what I happens there. Just say the end of the movie. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I, yeah, I don't know like, like the story specifics. I just know like what happens like post credits or whatever. Well, yeah, we can say that because it doesn't really affect the movie at all. Uh, it's just it's Bruce Campbell zooming in on him, hella dramatic, and then he just looks at the camera and says, "Groovy." Ah, that that's sell for me. I feel like if you like ended Evil Dead on that, I'd be like, hmm. I'm ready for more. Well, yeah, well, because like, th- then they did. Because I think the original plan was to mix a surviving character or characters. I won't, uh, you know, spoil the ending of that one with Bruce Campbell for another one for a fifth Evil Dead movie, and those plans fell through. And then they just made Ash vs Evil Dead. Uh, much better. And now there I is think. a there. Much better plan. There is a. I haven't seen that, but I, my brothers really liked it, so I will eventually watch it. Uh, there is a fifth one. In production, or I don't, not in production, but in pre-production, I guess. Uh, I think the concept that I heard is it will not have Bruce Campbell, 
uh, as far as I know. I'm out. It's disappointing, I guess. I'm out. I know. Nope. It kind of sucks. I think he's producing it, but, I mean, he's just not in it. Um, but it would be, like, at a high-rise, I guess, so it's not in the woods anymore. What? That the Evil Dead have somehow made it to the city. What? <laughs> and are I, in a high-rise It just flooded the 13th, like... 12 movies to get there. What makes Evil Dead think they can do it in five? This this is incredibly, like, I am really caught up. I am incredibly caught up on, like, this Evil Dead, like, actually trying to be, like, super serious and scary. It's like It was scary. It got me. It scared me. Oh, I know. I'm not saying they failed, but it feels like when you see, like, those fan, those fucking fan videos of, like, oh, like, fucking adult Power Rangers fan film <laughs> and it feels like they actually made it with like Evil Dead where it's like hey like what if instead of the tree like kind of going around her throat like what if it pierced her like a billion needles and it's yeah. like why like why would you make this movie I don't it, get it like it, like who is going into this who is going into like an Evil Dead sequel in like the year 2013 being like oh I want a terrifying film Man, I, you know I'll put it this way. Okay, I see what you're saying, Brian, but at the same time, that's that's based off your uh, your your predis- predisposition with Evil Dead Two, where Evil the first Evil Dead, while f- it it's funny at times, was definitely trying to be scary. And it well, it, sure, it, but if you look at the entire Evil Dead uh, chronology, right, Army which of Darkness I think we we can we can, dis- we can discount comical. yeah, we can discount Ash versus because I think that's after. But I mean, Army of Dark, like the the series ended with like some epic fucking baller status moments where his hand is dragging him across the floor. If, it just feels weird. It feels like a weird like return. To, if oh, e- Evil Dead twenty thirteen is Bomberman Act Zero. They fucking <laughs> they fucking like made this into like a gritty like. I don't know. I'm not bummed out or like upset because I'm never gonna watch it anyways. And I, it seems to have been a good movie. What I don't uh, understand I'm just, is the, I'm perplexed. They made it super dark, but then according to you guys, they end it with Bruce Campbell, which almost makes it seem like they're trying to follow the after same credits. track. And yeah, after credits, yeah. Um, it makes it seem like they're almost gonna make the second one goofy. Because if you're bringing him back, it would be very weird to have the movie have a super serious. I think that's probably tone. why it ended up falling through. Is they probably they not only plan, brought him didn't. back, they had him say groovy. Like, I like, think they're like what? they literally do like a callback to like the most epic baller moment from Evil Dead Two, and I'm sure he says it a lot in Army of Darkness or something. He said, uh, he, "Now he, he calls his shit about his boomstick." This is my boomstick. That's yeah, pretty shit. I mean, it's pretty. That is the shit. It's not pretty shit. With your, <laughs> with your molecules and shit. Well, yeah, I, I don't want to disparage. I don't want to disparage Evil Dead 2013. Um, I have found a poster for, for Evil Dead the Musical 4D though, so I am a bit curious. No, about I'm very that. interested. Um, in that. Fascinating. <laughs> I might dabble. But you know, I, I mean, I'm sure the movie's fine. But I, I'm just a little bit perplexed by this course of action to evil i mean here's the thing from its niche yeah i mean movies aren't funny anymore so like i don't try to make it a comedy (laughs) but i am perplexed that like they tried to evil dead 4d sounds horrifying because to my knowledge of the 40 movies i've seen 50 percent of the 40 has to do with you getting sprayed with liquids so that would be such an experience (laughs) well here's the thing if any movie is 4d it should be an evil dead movie I think the fourth dimension here 
is song. <laughs> <laughs> that's not how it works. Nope, that's how it I works. Can't, I can't. That would. I don't, I don't know. I mean, it seems like the Evil Dead have a sense of humor. Like the 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 actual Evil Dead that come up, they have a sense of humor in the second one. They have a bit of it in the first one, except it's not played for laughs as much as it is just being scary. Man. Brian, what did you discover? I'm looking at images from Evil Dead, the musical 4D. Um, what have you learned? Is there, a, is there an Ash surrogate? It seems to be... <laughs> no, it is Ash, but it seems to be a Vegas show. Uh, it seems to be a Las Vegas production. Okay. You hear, it's not Broadway, uh, folks. You want to hear a hypothetical Evil Dead movie that never happened? I learned about yeah. it while listening to my podcast. It's horror podcast I've been listening to. So after Freddy vs. Jason... No way. The planned follow-up was not a Freddy vs. Jason 2... It was a Freddy vs. Jason vs. Ash. So you're describing a Mortal Kombat that hasn't happened yet, pretty much. <laughs> Honestly, I that movie would have been so crazy. Probably would have been so bad, but also I would have probably ate up every second. 100. percent Is Ash not in Mortal Kombat? He's 11? not. You know who they? Know, you be. know who he wasted the fucking slot on? Goddamn Rambo. Yeah, fucking sucks. What? Did you hear about that, Zach? Wait. No, was Ash was on the menu and then they took Rambo? No, I don't think you. I don't think it was no. like that. It was just like for like a hypothetical because there's a, there's some characters with like guns in there. The Terminator, RoboCop, they all got guns. Uh, by the, to the point where like if you added the third one, trying to add another would just be like a tired concept. Kind of in the same way like Mortal Kombat like X or like Mortal Kombat Nine. Like there were a lot of like dudes with like machetes and like hack knives just because there was a lot of uh, there was a lot of like horror movie like monsters. In that, so I, mean, I feel like you could have yeah. burned the candle at both ends by throwing in uh, Ash from Evil Dead because if you can think of a character that's more apt to be put into a fucking Mortal Kombat game, I implore you to tell me who you think it is there, because there no one exists. There, there were a ton of leaks and rumors that like lined up with other leaks about DLC characters, and one of them was Ash, and it's just not in the game. The Rambo is like. Yeah, we were robbed by Rambo, who is like I think a shit pick. I, I just <laughs> yeah. I I, res I, I respect like giving him like the weird like Rocky Raccoon from like Marvel Three shit, but like I don't know, yeah. I don't, I'm, I'm not feeling it. He's like part Chris Redfield yeah. and like part Rocky Raccoon from Marvel Three, which on paper sounds amazing, but then you just put Rambo, you put Rambo pants on it. It's just, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not feeling Did you the get... vibes. I'm sorry, this is completely unreal. This is a tangent. Are we done with Evil Dead? Podcasting. Yes, I, I am done. I have nothing else to say. Uh, uh, so who's James Gunn's brother? James Gunn's brother? Sean Gunn. Gunn. John, Sean Gunn. I heard this somewhere. I can, uh, vamp a bet to chainsaw while you're looking. Honestly, um, wait, one second. One moment that I forgot to talk about from this movie. So, Jake, were you not feeling, uh, the early on, the, the dead girlfriend coming out of the ground and doing the same dance she did for him? Oh, my God, that was so good. Complete with a 360 head turn, a severed head just floating on the body. That shit was crazy. I wasn't, com I wasn't completely out on that one. I was 50. I was kind of enjoying that. The best part of that dance is how it ends with her just going, ah, and, like, disappearing into nothing. And he's just, like, watching it, like, huh. <laughs> <laughs> that was, that was weird. Do you guys think... Or the eyeball in the mouth. <laughs> that one was good. I enjoyed that bit. Do, do we think what, Brian? I think... So, do you guys know that, like, Sean Gunn does, like, oh, the mocap for yeah. Rocket Raccoon? Yeah. Yes. 
And he's playing like the weasel in the upcoming James Gunn movie, right? Yeah, it's like the most intriguing looking character on that poster. What the fuck is that? Why Why do you think that James Gunn continues to humiliate his brother? <laughs> he likes it. He can't get enough. I like, this, this is, is fucked up. A paycheck, to be honest with you. This is fucked up, right? <laughs> that he continues I, to cast his brother as like rodent-like creatures, like... I'm looking at Sean Gunn walk around, like, fucking crawl around on the goddamn floor. Because they I, couldn't get, uh, I just... I do like the idea of him yelling at his, his brother on set. Like, get on the ground, crawl, no, I need you to crawl differently. It's fucked up. Like, I, I, I was just informed of this. I like Sean Gunn. kind of bumming Sean me has out. a human role in the first two Guardians... Yeah, and he sucks in it. So I, I get why he's why he's forcing to be mocap for Rocket Raccoon. Um, I don't like Craglin. I'm sorry. I think I think he's kind of like, yeah. Maybe that's a little. Maybe that's a little rough. I mean, he's not my favorite. But I I really feel like he's got a good arc in the second one. Who? I truly feel that James Gunn is humiliating his brother on purpose with this shit. I mean, I would. But sorry, that that's that's completely separate. I would. I, Yo, if that, were I me, if that were me being a director and Andy was like, hey, what can I do? I'd be like, all right, put on this fucking mocap suit. Oh. Get on the fucking ground, dog. <laughs> Walk around on all fours, fucker. <laughs> sure the, this, this is comp- it's okay. You're going to get a lot of money for it, but first you got to get down on your fours. And pretend <laughs> oh, like an, and, and act like an animal. Go on. Do it. Action. Do, do you think he even asked Bradley Cooper to get in the suit? Not once. No, that's not his contract. No, no they're like, that's not his contract. This is Sean Gunn's contract, though. Wouldn't even be worth it. You know, they'd have to pay him more, and it just wouldn't even. Yeah, not worth it. I'd be too scared to ask Bradley Cooper to do that. Like, would you be? I feel like Sean Gunn could do a fucking Rocket Raccoon. Yeah, but like Bradley voice? Cooper's voice is, you know, that's Bradley. Would you I'm not sorry. be humiliated to like do the mocap for Rocket Raccoon because fucking Bradley Cooper's too good for it? He is too good for it. <laughs> Motion capture is only cool for actors if you're Thanos or you're an avatar. I listened to uh, Josh Brolin was on a Mark Maron podcast talking about <laughs> recording for Thanos. And he was saying how much he loves it because he doesn't have to interact with any of the other actors. He goes into like a basement of a studio and records by himself. I thought that was crazy. <laughs> that's, that's a fucking dub. Like I... I yeah, I mean that's great. I mean you can really tell in the movies. <laughs> um, all right, are we going on to recommendations? Yes. I'm up to you guys. You do Texas Chainsaw, Chris, because I'll talk about that. Because yes. I guess guess who else watched that fucking movie this You're week? You're damn right you did. Oh my god. Yes, I did. Yes, I did. <sighs> Where do I even start with this movie? Um, first of all, um, if you go into that movie expecting it to be anything like any of its demon spawn. Uh, that it's sort of created throughout the decades. Um, it's not like that at all. It's it, there's yeah, it's pre-Halloween. It's, it's like a pre-Halloween slasher, but it's not really like the same type of. Slasher. Yeah, there's not a whole lot of like blood. There's blood in it, but it's not like it's just like it's not like spraying out of people. There's no like a whole lot. There's not a whole lot of gore per se in it, but it's oh my god, that shit will fucking chill you to your fucking bones. Like, e- like, even, like, the first kill in that movie is just, like, a straight-up blunt, like, sledgehammer to the fucking noggin. Bonk! And then... It's out of nowhere. Yeah. It's out of nowhere. And the dude... They just get you. But it is very unnerving in, like, what, like, the dude did in, like, response to being, like, bonked on the head. 
he like twitches like some kind of animal, and so he just like keeps bonking him to make him stop moving, and then he pulls him into yeah. the fucking kitchen. It's, I don't know, man. And slams the giant fucking metal door. Yeah. It's terrifying. It's just so abrupt. It's crazy. It's a hell of an entrance for Leatherface, honestly. Like, I couldn't... Yeah. Like, Jesus Christ. Leatherface is genuinely scary as hell in that movie, and it's really disappointing. Have you seen the second one, Chris? I'm assuming you haven't. If you just the one with Dennis Hopper? Yeah. I've not seen that yet. Dude... It's got such potential to be such a cool movie in the first half, but what they do to Leatherface, this movie came out like 15 years after the first right. one, and they turn him into like a sad boy simp, yeah. and he's just like <laughs> it's made by the same. It's made by the same guy, right? Yeah, and he just went with a completely different tone, which I can understand. He went with, uh, he went, whereas the, for, the first one feels like you're watching, like it's almost, you're just like watching fucked up shit happen. And it's like you're you're like a witness to a crime is what it feels like. Uh, and the second one, it's just like an over the top corny Texas like catch the bad guys who are cannibals type movie. And it's it, that on its concept isn't a bad idea, but it just doesn't work for the most part. But yeah, the first one first one slaps. Watched it this week with my roommate Jake. Uh, it's not my not my favorite horror film of all time, but it is it uh, it's one I've liked a lot for a while. Um, yeah, Leatherface, scary. <laughs> um, Cannibals, scary. Texas, scary. So, I mean, the whole movie, whole movie just feels hot. Like, everything is sweaty, warm looking. Every, uncomfortable. So, so much, feels like a sweaty movie. You feel like you need to take a shower after watching it. There's just yeah. so much, like, rotting fucking meat everywhere. It's just, they definitely make you feel as uncomfortable as the characters. So, yeah, good movie. So goddamn good. It, one other thing I wanted to like touch on before I give it I give it a five bagger is that it looks it it looks like it was shot by a crazy person. Just like the way like the camera is like held, like the shots, the way it's edited, it's just it's done yeah, in, it feels exploited. It's done in such like a unique way, in such like an interesting way that that opening with the snapshots of the like the, the cadavers or whatever yeah. uh, in the dark or yeah. whatever, it just gets you unsettled right from the start. Yeah, like that's what I was talking about in this article that I posted uh, this week, I did a top 25 horror movie openings uh, for MUTV, Ooh. and that was, I think, 25. Uh, it's just, and it's not even like a narrative, to, it's not even like an opening scene. It's literally just these snapshots of cadavers after this voiceover, like details like, oh, what you're about to see was like one of the most heinous crimes or whatever, like something like that. Uh, and it's just like a rotting corpse on a gravestone in the middle of the day. Uh, it, it just, it sets a pretty uncomfortable tone early on, but yeah, pretty, pretty unique way of making a movie. Yeah. Just like the levels of abject terror on, uh, the main protagonist's face as she like dives like deeper and deeper into this fucking festival of bullshit. Like it's just, I've never really, I've never really seen anybody like do that before. And I haven't. I'm not sure if I'll ever like see anybody like come close to like replicating like that kind of energy in th that same way. I don't think. Uh, and right. also, I think Rob Zombie tried to make a similar movie with House of a Thousand Corpses. Ooh. I don't know if you've seen that, but it it's on my watch list. It doesn't. It doesn't work as well. Aww. But it, you know, I guess, it's worth watching for how batshit crazy that one is too. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think the uh, the thing that like Rob Zombie sucks. Though. Yeah, I think what sells Leatherface for me that like puts them over the edge because usually when you're like when you're watching a slasher flick, like the main bad guy either he he doesn't talk at all or he just sounds like some weird demon. Like Leatherface just sounds like some hick from Texas. 
the <laughs> when he's like yeah, he his really when he's swinging his chainsaw around he just sounds like i don't know just like some hick which i don't know yeah. just like drives at home how like unsettling like weird it is it's like on every level yeah, yeah it works especially that last part of him up in the on the highway that, oh my yeah, I mean, fucking god it works jesus yeah. christ that ending i could I talk guess, about uh, that ending. The, the message here is watch watch the movie Jim. i could i could watch the ending for takes chainsaw massacre forever probably not too much because it's really yeah, ending is sick it's really just fucking crazy sick. but Oh my god! You know the remake's actually pretty good too. The sequel, the sequel sucks. I've seen three of them: sequel, original sequel, like the first sequel, and then the remake from like two thousand three with Jessica Biel. I did uh, see that one. Yeah, I, that one. I like that one. I approve. I think it, I think it knows what it needs to be. It's fast paced. Uh, I like the first one more, the original more, but uh, yeah, the 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 remake. I think uh, it held it hold my attention. Yeah, I didn't pretty, pretty well. I didn't like it a whole lot, but I did appreciate how much it tried to separate itself from its predecessor i liked how they tried to vary the set pieces up a little bit in that i don't think there's yeah. like a single like kill or fatality from the remake that was in the first one so yeah shout out to them for that i think i don't know they kind of make leather leather fit they make him like an unknowable but also like not at the same time it's it's some like weird uncanny valley where it's like leatherface kind of feels like a knowable in uh in the og one but yeah, it's just mm, there's there's something about Leatherface that like kind of doesn't vibe with me in the remake that he does in the first one. Anyways, he's more distinct in the first. Absolutely. One, sure. So yeah, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. That's a five bagger for me. Uh, <laughs> it's it's just so good, y'all. Before Halloween is over, watch that shit. It's just so good. Uh, I guess I will go next. Uh, my recommendation is an album, um, Clipping's second half of their horror duology album, uh, Visions of Bodies Being Burned, came out this past Friday. It is very good. Um, I like it, honestly, more than the first half, which came out last year, uh, called There's an Addiction to Blood. Um, I don't think the highs are quite as high. I think uh, Blood Blood of the Fang um, and the other single off of the first one are better, but I think this one is more consistent. Um, the, all of the singles released, I was a fan of, and I was hoping that the album would hold up and it did. Um, some of the songs that weren't singles, check the lock looking like meat. Both of those go very hard. Um, yeah, I liked it. If you're in a, in a spooky mood, go listen to clippings, visions of bodies being burned. Yeah. I think that's what, uh, your brother recommended that to me recently. Cause I like, uh, he was like, there was a song called 96 Nev Campbell. And I had been talking about how much I fucking love Scream. <laughs> so that it actually appealed to me. And then there was one with like the Halloween music. It's whatever their yeah. most popular song is on Spotify. I forgot what it's called, but that song was fucking fire. So yeah, I was into that. Yeah, it yeah, very good. Jake or Brian, you wanna go next? Uh yeah. Uh my uh recommendation is um uh, vote i guess who knows when who knows with our recording schedule if we will vote before if we will record before election day uh vote if you want to vote uh yeah. you run out of time to i do mean that, you know that, honestly that's plan. You, you, absentee voting easier than you'd assume you just oh it's super easy there. yeah, yeah unless you're in a state where they there, don't want you waited to. in line 20 minutes maybe if that uh they said here give me your id i said here you go and they said why, why can't you be there on tuesday uh, made up the first lie that came to my head, uh, and then I voted. I was thinking of the other day. 
I was thinking about this movie that came out, I think, in, like, the late 70s or, like, 80s. It's called Z. Any of you guys heard of it? It's no. a, uh, it's, like, a semi-biographical flick about, uh, Greece in the 70s, right before they really flip on the fascism switch, and their government just goes fucking full-bore psycho. Um, there was a, a lot of it is predicated around, like, this politician... Or this like guy, this like revolutionary who's for like sniffing out like all the corruption in the government, like how much of it is bullshit and how much uh how important democracy is, how much of like the people need to have a say in like what the government do. Otherwise they're just like I don't know, like slaves to like a regime. And so it comes election time and the movie just sort of like ends on like this like doesn't like end on this like swirling like high note, but it just like there's a lot of like fire and like under the asses of like all the all the people who are like yeah well like the revolution's happening now we can like put this guy in office we can make that happen and then the postscript is like yeah the dude got shot and uh they canceled the election anyways go vote everybody <laughs> oh my god <laughs> cool yeah you know <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. I was gonna do a bit. About how electoralism sucks, but I don't have the energy. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, guess, I mean, this, uh, this election, this election probably won't get canceled or anything like that. But yeah, go vote, everybody. Yeah. Garsh, I hope not. Go vote. Um, <laughs> Saw a meme that was like Republicans are, are like Donald Trump wants to, or like the the liberals want to push back the election or something like that. So we're like, if you're a Trump supporter, boycott the election or something like that. <laughs> was, I love that. I was like, oh please. <laughs> Um, Boycott the election. What else was I gonna say? You know, uh, be kind to others. That's the that's the weekly hey, hey, bit. Um, hey, hey, chill. Oh, is like, oh, I thought you were ending it. Is that the end of your? Oh wait, did did we? Did no, I? I, got, I haven't. I haven't recommended. Oh, you haven't? Oh, I thought you were Chainsaw Massacre. No. Well, no. I just want to say, I'll say it at the end. You're so good at saying it at the end. That's why I thought. Oh shit, yeah, ending it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, I was. Yeah, I guess that is. <laughs> you uh, did catch me. I'm very perceptive. Um, fuck, what was I gonna? Oh yeah, Borat subsequent movie film. Very uh, nice. That movie was so sweet. Uh, movies was really surprisingly sweet. Honestly, almost made me cry a couple times. Um, I hear uh, you would not have fucking guessed. You would not. Have I just felt so bad. I just felt so bad for Giuliani. <laughs> the way he was set up by the leftist. <laughs> Elite, you know? I'm not gonna go ahead and say, you know what? I'll give the asshole uh, the the biggest benefit of the fucking doubt ever, and say he's not a pedophile, but he made me uncomfortable as hell watching that. Um, so yeah, that was uncomfortable. That scene what is was very the, uncomfortable. What was the tweet I did last week when the episode was late for some reason? Oh, it was like have to have sorry had to edit out parts of. Uh, oh yeah, Apo- Giuliani's Ap- not a pedophile or something. Yeah, <laughs> apologies for the episode being late. Had to cut out forty minutes where we praised really Rudy Giuliani for not wanting to have sex with children. Did not age well. <laughs> um, so <laughs> he really, he really disappointed me. <laughs> never, never meet your heroes, yeah. kids. Never meet your heroes. I hear uh, I hear Borat's daughter is very good in that movie, so I'm I might be. Oh, she's the best part of the movie, easily. I mean, so where the first Borat have have you guys seen the first one? I've not yet. No. 
Okay, so the first one where a lot of its humor and, you know, it's super quotable movie. My uh, wife. A lot of its humor comes... <laughs> it's Borat. My wife. Bor- <laughs> Sasha Baron Cohen as the Borat character pretty much uh, either A, be, like putting himself in such an awkward situation that's awkward for the people he's engaging with that it's just so hard not to laugh. Um, whether that's like learning a humor joke and then telling a joke about like... Uh, like mentally retarded people and then seeing how the guy reacts uh, like the humor coach react to it like that's where the humor comes from is like how these people react to him who don't know they're in a movie Um, or showing off a like some really fucked up shit uh, like that people that people can be in this country Uh, and like that's like disturbing and like but like it's still portrayed in a humorous manner somehow and it, it works uh but this one it just felt more uh the situations he set up felt more specific like that he knew exactly what he was highlighting what issue he was highlighting with how what reactions he wanted uh it felt like more planned out and probably not not like oh it's stage but like he knew what he was trying to do more with this one it has a more focused vision not overall through the movie, not even like not even just overall through the movie, but like each scene he knew kind of. I think he knew kind of what he was going for. And while it's not as quotable, I think it's there's a better story with this one. Uh, and then yeah, it just has way more heart than you would assume. Uh, and I think a lot of his humor, uh, you know, I like sophomore humor. I'm never gonna fault anyone for that. I guess if I laughed, I laughed. Whatever. This one, I feel like he has matured a lot, and I felt like I felt better about what I was laughing at in this one. If that makes sense. Um, so this one, uh, I don't know if I'd say it's as good as the first one overall. The first one just, you know, kills me every time. But this one is pretty fucking close, and that was way more than I was expecting. And, yeah, the daughter is – I forgot her name already. She's a, a Russian actress, I think, um, but absolutely steals the show. She's so funny. A lot of heart in this movie, though. I really can't recommend it enough. Good deal. All right, that it? That it? Uh, can I plug my show real quick? Yeah, uh, yeah. I was actually about to ask what what, what do you want? To yeah, play? Uh, listen to Doctor Get Down's house call uh, every Sunday night from nine to ten on KCLU eighty eight point one FM and KCLU dot FM. Uh, it's New it's show? me on the radio. I, yeah, I'm uh, I uh, put uh, Core Circle backboard on the bench, but I might do some I might do some uh, recording here uh, if the spirit did move me. But for now. Uh, my radio adventures are moving on to just playing fun music that I like to listen to on the radio for other people to also enjoy, maybe. So, yeah, you can listen to that. Where can I? Where can I listen uh, to that? KCOU again? 88.1 FM and KCOU.FM if you're not in uh, Columbia slash Boone County, or mostly just Columbia and like the mile ish radius outside of the city. I play a lot of fun tunes, a lot of funky fresh house, a lot of funky fresh disco, etc. You're going to love it, probably. And if you don't, eh, eh, screw you. Actually, do you want to know what I did for my... Uh, uh, did you listen to my special Halloween transmission? Wink, wink. No, I, did a, no. uh, I did a Halloween show yesterday uh, in which I presented like the same sort of you know facade, the same sort of kayfabe. It's like, hey, everybody, it's Dr. Get Down. Here's some funky, fresh tunes. And I played uh, the entirety of You'll Never Get What You Want by Daughters. It's re- it was really good. Uh, uh. Just like, you're ready for some groovy tunes. It's just like incredibly loud, incredibly like disturbing, like industrial, like metal, like heavy rock. That's 
that's a really good bit. That's that's a spooky transmission. Yeah, right. and then and and, oh. and then in the middle of it, I played Get Lucky. So we had a little bit of something for everybody. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, please listen to Doctor Get Down if you want. Uh, I probably won't. I probably uh, won't archive them and put them on Anchor or anything. So yeah. Why? You must archive your art. I mean, Chris. they're archived, but I just probably won't like put them online just because. But as long as you have them, as long as you got them. That's right. Um. Where's that again? Uh, KCOU 88.1 FM and KCOU.FM. Last time. What day? Sunday, what time? 9 o'clock p.m. Central Standard Time until 10 o'clock Central Standard Time. Although I might right. expand into two hours at some point if the spirit moves me. That'd be big. That'd be big. Shit. If any, You've earned it. If anyone's earned it, it's That's you, right. Chris. Radio K. That's right. I, uh, <laughs> thank you. Am I, am I missing anything? Um, I don't think so. Be kind. Oh, my day's ruined. The walrus is trending on Twitter, and then I thought of Tusk, the movie Tusk. <laughs> ah, my day is fun. ruined. You know, um, speaking of Tusk, I, I got sent, funny you bring that up, I got sent an article that was like ranking all the A24 horror films. There's like 24 of them. You want to guess which one was dead last, Brian? Tusk. Yes, it was. <laughs> okay. What, what okay. was number one? Treat each other kindly. What was, the, what was the number one? Please say it's The Witch. What I don't think I made one? it that far. It's probably hereditary. Please say it was the uh, you didn't scroll just to look for right. whatever. I, I don't. I don't think I finished it. I don't think I finished. It should it be yet. the. W- I think it's probably hereditary. It better be hereditary. Put it that. It should way. be the witch, anyways. <laughs> Eat a dick. Be kind <laughs> to others. Um, slaps, you got one. Be kind to others. Two. My uh, heart goes out to people that have lost their homes and gotten burned by the fires. Uh, many fires in California. We have the best, biggest fires. <laughs> and um, yeah. Oh, we're so good at constantly burning. Just, just as I was afraid we wouldn't be on fire the entire year. Um, it's fucking December. Uh, it's October. It feels like December out here. It feels like it's December. It's been said the wrong month. Have a good week, everybody. I'll see you next week. I'd like to get it up before the election because I feel like... I, I feel like... <laughs> hard to listen to anything like before an election cycle. Before an election, you know what I mean? It's a different world that that we're living in now than we are than we will be in eight days. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Well, I, will we so, really know though by by next Tuesday? I feel like with all the mail-in shit, it's gonna be like longer than we think until we actually know. It won't be like next day when we know. I think it'll be close enough to call due to early voting. Um, early voting is huge. I mean, I, just looking at Georgia alone, I'm pretty sure the election's already over. Um, would you agree with that, Chris? Uh, I don't know. I've been keeping tabs on numbers just because I'm, tr- I'm trying oh, not to think uh, about it. Because guess uh, who's working for KMU on election night? That's right. It's me. Oh, it's boy. me. Let's tune into that one. Oh, tune it into that one. I'm going to drink myself silly. Um, the early voting is um, super high. Georgia is already like looking uh like biden will win which is which is very funny yeah a, um, a tweet and, from cnn from 10 minutes ago pre-election voting for the november election has surpassed half of all ballots cast in the 2016 election yeah so elections basically over at this point we're just waiting for him to count them uh yeah georgia might go to biden that time that'd be very funny i mean it, <laughs> it's looking like it and the margin of error uh historically in georgia has never been more than two points um, Love so, to see it. <laughs> it. So yeah, I mean, election—it's happening, folks. Whether, whether we whether, like it or not, 
Whether we like it or not, we do have elections in the uh, United States. Um, I kind of want to go back to monarchism. Anyways, uh, see ya, everybody. I almost said... I froze the fuck up. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> see you next week. Have a good one. Um, stay healthy. <laughs> Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. Dude, that dude, this fucking ruined vodka. It ruined my fucking night. <laughs> it's coursing through my veins right now, like some kind of poison. It looked bad. I looked like it's really bad. About any sip you were taking, it, you look like you've been cursed. The the first one was good. I thought it, it was like a weird form of self punishment that you were putting on display for hey, us. He's drinking more, folks. He's oh, drinking more. Oh, oh, he's convulsing. <laughs> <laughs> that one was. That one was self punishment. <laughs> What the hell, bro?